This is Speaking with the Enemy on the Thai Cats Audio Network. Here is Louis Butko. Yes, it is Speaking with the Enemy presented by Red Tag. Get sunkissed in paradise with redtag.ca. Spend your day under the sun and swimming in the deep blue sea with incredible vacation deals on last minute getaways and more. Book your dream vacation today at redtag.ca. The enemy this week, the Toronto Argonauts, which means I get to speak with my friend, Nate Ajay. And uh, Nate, I'm not going to lie, uh, I feel like we just did this. Uh, the third of four games, three games in four weeks against the Argos, one more next week. I mean, I, we just did this, didn't we? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm starting to get tired of the Ticats. You know, you know what happens in training camp when you see the same opponent over and over again and then you know, by the middle part of training camp, there starts to be fights. I feel like I'm I'm about to start fighting you, Louis V. <laughs> You've seen each other so much. No, it's all it's all it's all jokes. But no, it's you know it is what it is, right? Argos mm-hmm. Ticats, You know, every year it seems like I know last year we faced you guys five times. This year it's going to be four, and who knows what's going to happen in the playoffs. But it's a familiar opponent, and if there's one team in the CFL that uh, Toronto Argonauts fans want to beat a, a lot and have the opportunity to beat a lot, it is the Ticats. So. You know, we welcome the challenge. Well, listen, there were a lot of people, and I'm going to raise my hand in this, who looked at the schedule, who saw four games in five weeks and thought, come on, really? Against the same team? But I'm going to preface this with saying these are two of the biggest games I think the Ticats have played at this point of the season in a long time. And I feel like the Argos can can make the same point. They can really create some separation, or the Ticats are going to make this division a lot more interesting. No, absolutely. And, you know, we, we always talk about the season never gets started till Labor Day. But these games against the Ticats, I mean, it's going to it's going to decide a lot when it comes to playoff seating and, and end of season type stuff, scenarios and stuff. So, no, these are massive games and inter- they're already massive games before you talk about standings and first place and, and things in the East Division. But when you add in the factor of, you know, these are the teams that are vying for playoff spots, right? It's Toronto, it's Montreal, it's Hamilton. And I think Ottawa's probably out of it at this point. So these games mean that much more. And you know, to play them against each other, it, it's it's massive because you can really put some distance between you, yourself, and the competition, especially playing the East Division teams, right? And, you know, obviously when it comes to the end of the season, you're playing teams uh, that are in the West. I mean, you need other things to happen. But now you have sort of the, 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 you know, your destiny in your own hands, right? You can take advantage of the situation just by beating uh, Hamilton, or, or if you lose to them, you put yourself in a massive hole. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the Ticats are, are going at this game like it's just the next one on the schedule. I'm sure the Argos are, are as well, but both teams coming off losses in pretty similar fashions in which – they played, uh, you know, great in the in the first half, and then the second half, uh, things didn't seem to work. The Argos, how motivated are they after last week's offensive? Uh, I I don't know what to call it. Uh, it uh, you know, w- they were missing in the second half. How, how important is this game for the Argos, considering what happened last week? Oh, it's 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 extremely important. But it's it's almost been the last couple weeks because you know it was a similar type of. Uh, breakdown in the second halves uh, in the in the last Ticat game, and then yeah. it continued to you know the the Calgary game last week. But it's, it's so interesting with the Argos because all season long they've been slow starters, right? And you know the last couple of weeks you're, you go into the Hamilton game, they start fast, they have a lead at halftime. You're like, okay, maybe mm-hmm. this team has turned it around, and then completely disappear in the second half. And it was the same thing with Calgary. You're like, okay, they're gonna come out fast. I mean, 
the Argos are minus 35 uh, in the first quarters, right? Slow wow. starters. But the last two games, they've started fast and been ahead after after halftime and then completely disappear after that uh, in the second half. And you're wondering, you know, what's going on with this team? And, you know, right now, you know, this team is really motivated. But the, the big issue I see is, you know, not enough big plays, not enough explosive plays, like not enough – the plays downfield that make it easy to score, right? Because, you know, we all know the Argos have red zone woes, but they make it really hard because they're, you know, they're going down the field, you know, like one first down at a time, one first down at a time, one first down at a time. And you know, they're missing that big play that make these scoring drive a little bit easier. So they're really motivated. It's the Ticats, so they're always motivated. But uh, they're like like the Ticats, they are taking it one game at a time and, and they need this one in, in the worst way. You know, I was I was pretty shocked when I saw the depth chart for the Ticats yesterday and, and was just going through the list of of guys who are on the six game injured list. Siante Evans, Simone Lawrence, uh, you know, you, you really go down. There's a lot of, you know, obviously Chris Van Zyl has been on there a lot. But and then I saw the Argos six game injured list and the Hamilton Spectators, Steve Milton pointed it out. Twenty six players between the two teams on the six game injured list. Nate, you're a player. Have you ever <laughs> seen anything like this? No, I, I don't remember the last time I saw this many guys on injuries. And it really started for the Argos uh, from training camp. I mean, they had, you know, it, I believe it was by the first preseason game, they had 15 guys on, on injured mm-hmm. list. And it was like, wait, what? If we just started, what's going on? But, you know, between the two teams, you know, injuries are, are name of the game. They always talk about next man up. And that's why, you know, the organizational – philosophy is always building depth right you could never have enough good players because you know it's a it's football right you're not you know out there playing uh badminton right <laughs> so the injuries are going to happen and you have to have you know a, a culture in place i think hamilton has done a good job of that in the last few years having a culture in place where when the next guy steps up you know they know what's expected of them right the standard is it is what it is i think coach o has done a good job of that toronto's still building that but I thought this obviously did a good job of bringing in, you know, veteran players uh, with, with a lot of playoff experience, guys from Calgary, uh, continuing the theme from the last couple of years and, and continuing to build that depth so that, you know, week in and week out, it's not a, a major drop off from, from who's in the lineup and who's out. So and there's enough veteran leadership on both sides that injuries shouldn't really it, it will affect. I mean, on the offensive line, you notice it way more, but. I remember when Simone Lawrence uh, missed a couple games this year, um, you know, it wasn't a big drop off, right? It, yeah. You guys done a great job on that defense of, of having the standard set. And when guys are missing, it's, it's just a, it's just another game and it's another, another uh, opportunity for another guy to make a name for himself. Yeah. Kyle Wilson's definitely stepped up, has not been a huge drop point at that, uh, at that will linebacker spot. Speaking of the weak side uh, on, on your side of the football there, um, with the Argos, Jagarrett Davis, six-game injury list. I mean, he was a big free agent acquisition this past offseason for the Argos. I mean, he is going to be missed down the stretch. What's the, what's the plan at that spot, and 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 who's ready to step up? Uh, right now, it's looking like uh, it's going to be Robbie Smith. Uh, you you remember him last game got that tipped interception, and Robbie ah. Smith is a guy. Yeah, Robbie Smith is a guy that has been part of the Argos developmental program, right? He's been he was drafted three year, year, years ago out of Wilfrid Laurier, and he's really made strides every single year 
And it's been impressive to watch. I mean, I mean, our first year, he's kind of like a, a deer in headlights, not understanding what to do. And then last year, um, uh, you know, obviously you have the COVID year, but last year he really started to understand what offenses were doing. He talked about how, you know, guys like Charleston Hughes, uh, who was there, and Cordero Law, who was there, had a big Im uh, impact on him, uh, helping him understand the game. So he's ready for this moment. Uh, he's been ready. Every time he comes into the game, uh, it's, never, it's never a drop in production. And uh, he's excited for his opportunity. I mean, his rookie year, he's kind of forced into uh, a starting role his last uh, few games. And, and, and now he's in a better position to take advantage of, of the opportunity ahead of him. So, you know, that's the plan right now going forward. It gives Argos a little bit more flexibility with the ratio because he is Canadian. And, you know, missing a guy like Andrew Harris, it, it allows uh, the Argos to do a little bit more uh, ratio-wise. So, no, he, he's ready. Uh, Jaguar Davis, you, you can't ever replace a guy like that because, he, I don't know if you know this, Louis V, but he's one of the smartest football players, you know, I've ever mm -hmm. talked to just understanding what, you know, quarterbacks, offenses and linemen are trying to do in, in the game and situational football. I think he's he's one of the best in the league at that. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. We saw it a lot of times where, you know, the game is on the line and who's making the plays is Gary Davis because he understands um, the game to at the highest level. So you're not going to replace that. And that that might be an area where I will be concerned, where, you know, it's second uh, second and maybe medium and it's in the fourth quarter and it's a gotta have it stop um I, I might be concerned but you know we still have guys like Enoch Mwamba, Winston McManus, Sean Oakman, uh, Shane Ray guys like that that uh, will we'll be able to fill the void but you know you can never replace a guy like Jagir Davis you know that from having him in Hamilton. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Pappy White, by the way, is making his return uh, to the lineup for the Tie Cats. His uh, his last game in Toronto, he had that big play, and I just that came to mind. Uh, his big punt return in the East uh, final that came to mind because I was thinking about all the plays that were made at BMO and Jagarit Davis uh, dropping back in coverage in the in the end zone. Obviously, was a, was a big one too. Um, Nate, what are the Argos gonna do? What what are they gonna luck into? I should say. Uh, if they happen to win this game, what, 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 what's going to have to go right for them? Yeah. You know, I've been thinking about this a, a, a long time and, you know, cause I knew you'd, you'd probably ask me <laughs> at some point and you know, you know, it's funny because these teams are so evenly matched. The game's yeah. going to be tight. Um, for me, it, it's explosive plays. I know the last game, uh, the, the big one that really turned the tide was, you know, the long touchdown pass from, um, from, from uh, Schultz to, Tim White, and mm -hmm. uh, that really turned the game. That turned the momentum. Uh, you saw the Hamilton sideline. It was it was like, okay, we're in this now. We can win this game after being so uh, so quiet for most of the game. So for Toronto, if they can have three or more plays over 30 yards, I feel like they'll have a great chance to win this game because that is just the missing link. I know Brandon Branks was brought in from Hamilton to kind of provide that you know, big play uh, ability, and he's still trying to find it. Uh, he's at he's at some moments, right? But we need the the MOP Brandon Banks that you guys remember uh, to, to 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 really help us out in that in that respect. So three or more uh, explosive plays, I feel like they'll give the Argos a great chance to win this game. Uh, real quick, who finishes the game at quarterback for the tie, or for the Argos this week? Uh, hot button topic. Honestly, mm. if 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 it's McLeod Bethel Thompson is not. No, given turning the ball over and it's a close game, he'll probably finish it. You know, you know, everybody loves the backup quarterback. The backup quarterback is always the most popular person on, <laughs> on every team. And uh, Louie, you know that very well because you know you had Masoli, <laughs> yeah. uh, Evans, and going back and forth the last few years, and uh, you know, both equally good. But I don't know if 
uh, Chad Kelly at this point is 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 ready, and I don't know if he'll get the opportunity uh, until uh, there's an injury or mm-hmm. McLeod Beth Thompson just you know goes off a of defense. So I'm expecting McLeod Beth Thompson to finish the game. If I'm wrong. Uh, don't blame me, but it's, uh, it's, it's the CFL. Anything you, you, can happen. You know, I'm coming for you if you're wrong here. Uh, last one here. Uh, the CNE is going on tonight. Uh, everybody going down gets free admission into the CNE, which is always a super cool uh, aspect of this. Uh, are you, are you a big CNE guy today? Uh, I was when I was younger and uh, <laughs> my parents used to take me every single year uh, when I was younger, but now it's, I mean, being in the CFL, uh, it, it was never, I went once my rookie yeah. year and I had, they had a, a Krispy Kreme burger. I oh, tried yeah. that. I ate that. The next day we had practice. I was throwing up. Uh, Scott Malamage was looking at me like, you know, what are you doing? Get your head out of your butt. Uh, we got a <laughs> practice to have here. And, and then after that, I'm like, I'm never doing that again. So oh. I haven't been since my rookie year <laughs> in the CFL. <laughs> I might be able to go back now, but because uh, obviously I'm not playing, but yeah, I, I love this CD. It's it's pretty cool with the lights and the rides and everything going on. I know Coach O joked about it about the uh, the traffic being a bit of a pain in the neck getting in, but uh, there is a there is an atmosphere around the game, and uh, as, as if this one needed any more fireworks, uh, you got the lights and the sounds of the carnival going on around it. Uh, Nate, buddy, have a great call tonight. Enjoy the game. I won't see you tonight, but I will see you at the Labor Day Classic, and uh, we we might come to fisticuffs then, uh, depending on how this one goes. Okay. <laughs> All right, buddy. Always looking forward to it, man. Thanks for having me on. And my thanks to Natay Ajay for joining me on Speaking with the Enemy, presented by Red Tag. Get sun-kissed in paradise with redtag.ca. Spend your day under the sun and swimming in the deep blue sea with incredible vacation deals on last-minute getaways and more. Book your dream vacation today at redtag.ca. Ticats Argos, Friday night, 7.30 kickoff. Ticats Audio Network on the air starting at 6.30. Hope you'll join us then. From all of us here at the Ticats Audio Network, I'm Louis Butko, hoping you have a great day. Thank you.